it's time for the R&B show. Can you dig it? And now, here's Ricardo and Brett. Do you think you're a good dancer? I am a great dancer, actually. Ah. Let me tell you something. Welcome to the R&B show, episode number nine. We're going to make it to 10? Yeah, we are. Of the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley area, I'm your co-host, Ricardo Arguello. Sitting alongside with me is Brett Christofferson. We are both with USA Today Network Wisconsin. Uh, also, adjusting those cameras as we are talking right now is Jim Rosendick. You can call him That's Rosie. Right. He's our McLovin, and uh, he's the... So, I, wish, the I wish people could see him right now. Yeah, he's, he's all over the room. Now he's over here. Before he was over there, he started over there. He's the smooth, sultry voice that you hear beforehand, by he's the way. He's got good feet, too. He does look at him. He's like, he's like a good running back, you know. You know I, I'd say like an offensive lineman, like a tackle who can get out and use that. Oh, uh, okay. Use those, use those that shuffle the feet a little bit, some good pass blocking. Pa- Packers need some tackles. <laughs> they need more than just tackles, my friend. Uh, but uh, should we just they, de- should we, Let's devote the entire show no, to Aaron Rodgers. No, let's should not. We do that? I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers. I'm sick of hearing about him. Bear fan uh, over I here. I am a bear fan, so I don't want to hear any more about Aaron Rodgers. Everyone just going. You're a bear fan. Quit co-hosting Clubhouse Live. It's just it's you? just going off the rails about all these all these memes you see on Twitter and stuff. It's like someone died. I mean, come on. It, it, there, it, it's just it, it is different around here, isn't it? Is it? There, was, there was a day of mourning, I think. On, I would uh, on give Monday. my I would give my collarbone for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, come on, man, get a <laughs> life. Wow, that's a little too. People got to understand. There's always next season. There is always next year. Not like he's done. What about the Vikings? There's always next Ooh. season for them winning the Super Bowl. Bears so. too. No, no, they've won one. At least they've won one. They got two wins, don't they? Oh, I'm, I'm talking about Super Bowl. Well, yeah, they got one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but uh, hey, quickly, let, w- just run down some of the topics that we're covering here. We're going to talk about what happened last week in terms of the Week Nine final weekend uh, or final week, I should say of the high school football s- regular season. Then we're going to talk about the football playoffs, and mm. we have a lot to talk about it's there. Here. 14 area teams in the postseason, and we take a look at each division that our area teams are in, kind of maybe even give our predictions a little bit or see kind of like forecasting who's going to go where. And then we're actually going to go a little bit off Fox Valley area topic because this is something that, in my opinion, might influence or might actually affect some, some possible recruits here. The whole uh, Tyler Harrow, I hope I'm saying his name right, uh, for uh, I think is it Whitnall that he plays yep. for, uh, decommitting uh, his verbal commitment. He kind of uh, took a step back from that uh, with the Badgers. We'll talk about that quickly. And also, we'll also touch on Kiki Rizgard, mm. Nina Singles tennis state player. Champ, huh? She is the state champion, did it this past weekend. Going to talk about her a little bit. And then look ahead uh, to the Appleton North Green Bay Preble playoff game that we're live streaming on Friday. Looking forward to that. Yeah, we're really excited about that. Really excited. I'm, I'm, this is the type of year that I live for. I know you love March, Brett, and everything like that. But to me, this is this is the big part of the season for me. I love high, uh, prep football and also have to cover cross country, all the kind of state stuff that's going on in the fall. Always, always fun to watch. Uh, again, want to welcome Jim Rosendick. Now, are you done adjusting the cameras? Are we all looking pretty? I am. Yeah. Okay. We Great stuff. Good. So good. Good. Our McLovin, by the way. Uh, but let's start off. Initial thoughts from last week. We were at Wrightstown Little Shoot. Tigers win the NEC. Six to nothing sludgefest against Little Shoot. Uh, we'll talk about both those teams, both Wrightstown and Little Shoot. Brett, what was your initial reaction from, the, that, from that game? Two good defenses uh, yes. battling it out in the, the mud and slop. Uh, rainy night at Fitzpatrick Field. Um, you know, I, what do you say from a 6 nothing game? There, there wasn't a whole lot of action. It was just two defenses. Field position was a big deal. And the, the Tigers scoring through the air. Was it a 46-yard? Yes. Uh, 42. Uh, 40, I think it was. Four, well, maybe it was 46, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of unexpected. Actually, credit the Little Shoot defense for really bottling up uh, that, that Tigers power rushing attack. Braden Smith, obviously, one of the uh, the leaders 
uh, both in the running game and the passing game for for Wrightstown. But um, it, I think uh, I think both teams are going to make a little bit of a run here based on a potential playoff matchup. So I should at least say let's level one victories. Wrightstown gets a number one seed. Little Shoot gets a number three seed. But uh, two good defenses, and, and this time of year, this is what you need. You know, the weather starts to turn. You'd like to hopefully have a team that can pound the ball on the ground like uh, the Tigers can because you know how the, the weather turns, and you get some really windy, rainy Friday nights in the in the playoffs. So I think it bodes well for, for Wrightstown. Give them credit. It was a tough victory. They finish uh, atop the NEC. I've got it right here, 7-1. And then you've got, uh, what, uh, three teams at 6-2. and two That's right. FBL Luxembourg, Casco, Little Shoot drops to five and three so Redstone passed the test they beat every team in that d uh, league except freedom and uh, freedom coming on strong too seven and two overall as i said six and two so it should be an interesting uh, playoff road for a lot of these nec teams uh, it's a tough conference especially in the upper half and uh, when you start playing other conferences teams from other conferences as we know in division four the nec and then the middle border on the other side of the state probably two best leagues uh is that was st croix central st croix central osceola i think osceola, is number sure. one um uh, Somerset is in that league, and I know they they beat a little shoot a few years ago in the state title game. So uh, those are the two best uh, conferences for sure. But I don't know. Uh, it was just a defensive battle, and and for little shoot, obviously the big injury to Charlie Hippas, their top running back. Will he be able to come back? I, I w was hearing it was a, a high ankle sprain, so at least it's not a break, and that he's uh, walking around school. So they got to finish their drives, Brett. They got to finish the drives. Two, two twice. at the five, two at the five yard line. That has got to be so frustrating because everything was right there for them, Brett. One was a, a, a turnover and downs, yeah. and the other was a fumble uh, at the five yard line. So a, a, a chance to yet yeah, to have won that game for Little Shoot. So uh, their offense struggled. There's no doubt. The passing game struggled. Uh, they got to shore that up a little bit. Could have been uh, because of the rain, uh, you know, a slippery uh, football. So we'll see how that goes. But Little Shoot. Uh, has what Amro I think in week one and uh, I've got it right here Wrightstown I can't remember their one seed they play oh Peshtigo so they'll they'll be Peshtigo uh, likely and then a little shoot taking on your Amro my Foxes, Amro Foxes at Fitzpatrick Field but I, I guess your thoughts uh, as as you look back uh, again not much to, to talk about from a six nothing game but two really good defenses that can carry their teams uh, a little ways in the playoffs I would yeah think. and I think little shoot uh, has everything it needs to possibly make. Uh, a deep playoff the run. They're eventually going to have to play some of those other NEC teams, though, and I know yeah. Wrightstown, in my opinion, actually I think very highly of them. I think I picked them to make the D4 title game. We'll touch on that a little bit more as we look into the next week's football playoffs, though, Brett, because both these teams could figure uh, in the postseason. But real quick, Menasha won a share of the Bay, so they did do what they had to do. They went to Seymour and they beat the Thunder. Uh, of course, we knew West Pier was going to beat Green Bay East, so that was a share of the conference title with the Phantoms. Nina, it happened. Your Panthers... Got the win over Fond du Lac, and that opened the door for Nina to win the FV, to have a share of the VFA South. First time since what ninety nine there. Yeah, co champion, congratulations so. to the Rockets because yeah. I was there when Coach Young took over. I wanted to do a story on him coming back home to see where they where they progress. It's, it's just amazing because that's a pretty tough league there. Oshkosh West and Fond du Lac were right there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, when when Steve Young took over that program, it was really struggling uh, at Nina in, in a school that size with that type of athlete that's going through those hallways they need to be better than 0 and 9 1 and 8 so credit to him winning a, a, a division that everybody essentially thought Fond du Lac would, would win so and then credit Stevens point Colton Kajeski the one-man band for the Panthers they were backed into a corner Brett Ooh. and they came out so congratulations to the Panthers yeah. yeah we've kind of 
There's, they're part of our USA Today network, Wisconsin crew, but as I think you've said it best, that they, they, we've kind of adopted the Spash Panthers a little bit just because we've streamed a number of their football games. We've streamed some of their basketball games now. And what is it, Rosie, an hour plus away, an yeah. hour and some yeah, change. It's easy to go. And, of course, you can't go wrong. You go with little belts, little little Bill's Pizza, as yep. we say. Exactly. Every other show we got to bring this up. Yeah. Bill's Pizza well, all right. It's not hey, big we're, we're talking, speaking of Spash, you know, in January, they're hosting the middle of yeah. uh, the, the border battle in basketball. Xavier plays there, Kakana plays there, Spash plays there. I'm thinking a whole day long of streams at the Spash Fieldhouse. So right. block it off on your calendar, Ricardo. And yep, then maybe that. somewhere there we can squeeze in a Bills run. Too. Yeah, we maybe won't be able yeah. to do a Belts because they'll be closed. But Bills, totally. Yeah, no, Bills is fine with me. I'm okay with Bills. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, Credit Spash, uh, you know, uh, maybe they make a little bit of a run, get hot. Uh, I still think they need to diversify their offense a little bit. But they do have – we know they have a good defense. They, they're, they, they're they push Kimberly and they push Apple in the north. They're uh, a team the that, that you don't want to play. No. They're going to be a lower oh, – they are a lower seed. You're not going to want to play them. You're really not going to want to play them. Real quick, Brett, football rankings, local and uh, associated press. Let me, let me tell you something. Kimberly got my first place vote. If you look in the medium division, I don't know how people are voting for Lodi. This is where I come – into uh, a batter, I, I bang heads with some some of the other AP voters because if you look there now, un- unfortunately they have Green Bay, Notre Dame uh, with an incorrect record. They're actually seven and two. Their only losses came to Green Bay South or Green Bay uh, Southwest, yes, and Bayport. We were at that game. Remember that over, over there in uh, uh, Green Bay. Here's the rankings right here. Yeah, and if you look there, I, I cannot vote for low. I, I don't care who they have in division. Or actually, this looks like the, the hoops one though, maybe. Oh, it is boys basketball. I don't want to have basketball. Sorry about Lodi, that. Lodi, if you look, got, I think, seven of the first place votes. And then you see way down in the standings a little bit, you see uh, Notre Dame with one first place Here vote. That is me. I'm the one voting for Notre Dame, and I'm going to tell you why. I can't in good faith vote for a Lodi team that plays a bunch of Division Four teams where Green Bay, Notre Dame, and we saw them, Brad. You know that's a very good D- Division Three team. Yeah, they're going uh, to go far. I, I don't care. Who, uh, when you lose, that's yeah. a win. When you lose against a team like Bayport, yeah. a number one seed and in Division One, well. yes, and then lose by seven to Southwest, another mm-hmm. top-seeded uh, uh, Division Two team or, or number two seed, that to me means more than whatever cupcakes Lodi is playing uh, in their roster, any Division Four teams. That doesn't mean anything to me. That's where I differ on a lot of the – I always look at strength of schedule, which is why sometimes I have uh, Appleton North in there too. I think I gave Appleton North a vote because of uh, what they got in terms of the schedule and everything. So I pick Green Bay, Notre Dame, I believe, to make it to the D2 state or D3 state title game. So hopefully they, uh, they, they make me look like a genius, Brett. But uh, uh, so most of the other rankings are pretty much to form – uh, Kimberly, the top one. Lodi, again, not my pick, but they're the tops in the medium division. Then St. Mary Springs. They're the only undefeated team in D6. Best team, in my opinion, in a small division. So no real shock there. Uh, that leads into Brett, and here we go. Take a look at this, Brett. This is a newspaper here. See this? This is a front page look newspaper. At that. See, what we that? do. We do have newspapers here at the Post Crescent. It ain't all, it ain't <laughs> all Wait just a minute, Ricardo. You don't cover <laughs> high school sports. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I do. Sometimes I do, Come apparently. On. But uh, yeah, I had uh, a real quick, a, a, a quick look at, I guess what we'd say, the 14 teams that are in the playoffs. Brooklyn down by divisions. It's on the front, it's inside. I gave my picks on, who, on how I feel these teams are going to do, my semifinal and championship picks. But, Brett, if you don't mind, let's go through the, these, these games and, and maybe your take real quick on some of these teams, uh, if, you're, if you're comfortable with that. Uh, in Division One, number six, Wisconsin Rapids at number three, Nina. Uh, in my opinion, Nina's a dark horse. 
I in agree, fact, in I fact, think, in my yeah. six things to look for in tomorrow's paper or for Friday's paper, A1, I think Nina is a team that could really scare a lot of people because of their, again, their tough, tough schedule. Yeah, I agree. And uh, that was a game I was thinking about streaming. If yes, we, we could get the Apple and North uh, Preble game yeah. on the yep. docket, that was my next choice. I wanted mm-hmm. to go down to Rocket Stadium and check out the Rockets. Wish we could. Nina and Menasha were the two teams that, that we just didn't get, get a chance to uh, look at. Uh, stream-wise, it just didn't work out uh, on the schedule. But, yeah, I, I agree. I think that Nina, they got a lot of athletes, and uh, they got some speed, and they pushed Kimberly, the top-ranked team uh, in the state, right in that long winning streak. And Ooh, Fond du Lac, and too. And Fond du Lac, to the, to, to the and, and they, they cleaned up on Spash. Yeah, too. Good point, Brett. Yeah, so expect Nina, in my opinion, they're eventually going to have to run some of these other top-area teams, but they're, they're as, in my opinion, they're right there. They're, they're right in the ballpark with some of these other top teams. Number, also in Division One, number seven Green Bay Preble at number two Appleton North. Now Preble plays in the, in the FRCC. Their only losses came, as you might imagine, to Southwest, to Bayport, to Notre Dame. Yep. So they're actually a pretty tough matchup if you look at it that way. But Appleton North, they're healthy, Brett, and you know I expect big things from them when they're healthy. Yeah, you, you anticipate not to put the, the the cart in front of the horse, but maybe a level four game. Ooh. Or am I saying a state semifinal? State semi. Game don't now. say level four. We've been we told not, not allowed to do yeah. that anymore. But. Uh, between Kimberly and okay. Appleton North. If Appleton North could be Bayport. Keep in mind, though, Dark Horse, Preble's got a, a big offensive line. Yes, they and do. they run with that, the Iowa recruit, Henry Guile. That is very, very, very true, good. Brett. So we'll see if that uh, North defense can come to play. And you know how I feel about the North offense. Weapons all over the place, and it's led by Carter Robinson, who I think is one of the top quarterbacks in Northeast Wisconsin, without a doubt. That's where I, I believe Appleton North may have the advantage. I think they're a little bit more of a diversified offense. Guile, don't get me wrong. Too is many a, playmakers. He's a fantastic running back, but Appleton North has a big offensive line too, Brad. They do, but if, if, if the worry if you're Appleton North and Rob Salm is if that offensive line and Guile can control the game and, and just keep the, the ground-and-pound philosophy and they're possessing the football and they, they win time of possession, keep that offense off the field. You might have a close game. If I'm Appleton North, I just put eight men in the box. Stop. And, stop and, and, yeah, still, so, hey, Guile, you're a great running back. You have, to, you have to beat us. You have to beat us and because we don't respect your passing game. You've got to come in here. You've got to beat us I can't the wait ground. to see him play. Uh, That's going to be a fi- well, I'm really excited about this yeah. game, Brett. So good, good selection on the game that we're covering this Friday. Here's, here's a blowout. Number eight, Milwaukee Riverside, Golden Meyer. At number one, Kimberly Brett. You're uh, running, running clock by the running second Running clock half. by the second. Yeah, yeah by yeah. the second half. You can't have it in the first half or else they would be. It, it. They'll up, yeah, they should be up 35. Well, I hate to put the pressure on Kimberly, but <laughs> that, that does seem to have a lopsided win all in over the, in, in, in city schools, and believe me, I used, to, I used to cover them when I was at the journal set. No, they just don't have the youth programs to develop offensive linemen. They always have great skill position players, but – when it gets to that, when you're playing the suburban schools, you kind of have the offensive linemen, and they don't have the size or the bulk to battle. You know, it's, it's interesting you bring that up. I remember my, my oldest son, his senior year when he played. Uh, I played at Little Shoot. I'll mm-hmm. put it out there. It's just where, that's where I live. Um, and uh, Milwaukee, Washington was yeah. the week one opponent non-conference coming to Little Shoot. And when those guys got off the bus, they were like, wow, they were big guys. But <laughs> Little Shoot just – we, we, they clobbered them. It they don't have the technical they, skill. They yeah. didn't. It was not even a game, and I was stunned by the the, the differences in level of technique, fundamentals, oh, yeah. all that sort and of that's, thing. And that's where the Milwaukee City Schools will never, ever be able to compete, in my opinion. It's not a slam on them. They don't have the youth programs no, coming got, up. They, kids were big. They got yeah. the size, but they just, I don't know, the that weight, shows weight you, program. That shows you that. how much technique comes through with everything, and obviously the coaching the coaching is much better outside in the suburban areas as well as the youth programs. By the way, kudos to Steve Jones. Uh, another 9-0 and season, the fifth straight. Win streak is at 65 in a row. Um, he navigated a, a, a kind of an inexperienced team, if you will. Right. 
through a tough schedule, and uh, th- to go nine and zero, beating uh, you know we we you know the the what was it uh, Stevens Point? There was Rapids uh, in the beginning, um, Fond du Lac, yes. Appleton North, um, Nina. I mean, it was, it was a tough schedule. It's going to be a tough one too in the playoffs because if you look at the potential m- matchups, Marquette in the second round, uh, Fond du Lac in the third round, and then like you previously mentioned, possibly Appleton North or Bayport in that semifinal round. So they're going to earn it. If they get back there competing for their fifth straight championship, they are going to earn it. Now, Brett, yeah. let's switch quickly over to Division Two. Pulaski at number three, Appleton West. Uh, in Division Two. West drops down. Mm-hmm. This is a dangerous game for the Terrors, Brett, because Pulaski, I believe, of those four losses, uh, they had the one kind of tough game they had against Bayport, but the other three losses, I think, were in – Low single digits in terms of the loss, so that's a much better five and four team yes. than you would think. And give the FRCC credit uh, again, upper half of that league. There's some really good football yes. teams there. Um, I'm a little concerned, Rosie. I know Appleton West is your school, yeah, and, yeah, uh, with, yeah. With, with them missing Alec Gofford at quarterback, and that is not a slight on Hacker, the sophomore quarterback. He's going to be a good one, but that's he's, a lot to ask. That's a, a lot to ask. Uh, playoffs, yeah. not having that experience, and and so much of that offense ran, runs through Gofford because he can do so much with his feet. We saw them; they struggled against Apple oh, yeah. North in, in that yeah. blowout week eight. So that could be a game that Pulaski pulls out and goes to uh, the second round. Can't say level two. Uh, the only positive is I think he has now some game experience, so at least you're right. And they'll coach him up. Yeah, coming in cold, he'll, he'll be prepared. If yeah. you're Appleton West, Brett, how much are you just let give it to Orada until he can't run anymore? Pound it with him, uh, and he's a fantastic running back. Uh, and strength of schedule again, playing in a tough VFA. Uh, bodes well for the Terrors, but would not be surprised to see Pulaski pull that one out just because of the injury situation. Don't forget Blake Paulo out uh, as well for Alabama. Oh, yes, West, you're right, Brad. That's another big loss for them. So kind of tough for t- the Terrors. You know, they want to get that first playoff win since the early 90s, and you're doing without two of your big aces. Yeah. I mean, that's tough for them. Uh, Division two, number seven, Watertown at number two, Manasha. Now, what, what happened last year? Manasha lost to Menominee Falls in the opening round, stunned everyone. I don't think that's going to happen this year, BC. No, I think uh, the big thing was was Menasha and Jeremy Korth. I bring I've brought it up a, a couple other times. Was after the 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 shocking loss to New London was that week five? I want to yes. say uh, that was what I think Coach Korth said was our wake up call, and they've been wide awake ever since. Oh, yeah. uh, they, they're back on on point, back on track, and uh, I like the Blue Jays to uh, advance much farther than what we saw last year. In fact, I think I have them getting all the way to the semifinals. Eventually, they have to run into Wanaki. And Wanaki is, is tough. Yeah. Wanaki is tough, but it, it's good. I think Manasha will have, have a nice playoff run here, though. And keep – I mean, they've had a lot of playoff success, so let's keep that going if you're a Blue Jay fan. That's what we have in D2 Division Three. We have three games, Brett. Uh, Seymour at West De Pere. Seymour is the number eight seed. Sorry, Thunder. West De Pere. <laughs> West De Pere. But, no, they, Seymour did play West De Pere tough, though. Uh, I remember Jeremy Corth mentioning that, that they only lost by a couple points to West De Pere. I think West De Pere – that freshman quarterback has some more uh, 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 games under his belt. I think the Phantoms are, are the lock here. Yeah, and again, it's nice luxury to have when you have a, a talented back. Again, one of the top backs in Northeast Wisconsin and Austin Bolmier. He's, he's, oh, really, yeah. he's really good. And and I wasn't at the Week 5 stream. It was, was to be Xavier. I know you guys yes. saw him. Yeah. Uh, he was really impressive. Yeah, the freshman quarterback, right? yeah. Rosie. Yeah, oh yeah. So the freshman quarterback, uh, his name escapes me, but having a, yeah. having a back like Bolmier to, yeah. to to lean yeah. on is, is is a nice luxury for the for the Phantoms. Number five, Berlin at number four, Fox Bay Lutheran. This is an interesting matchup, but here's and here's where I'm going to have a little bit of a homerism. Berlin, I, I have no problems with the Indians. Uh, you know what I mean? They, 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 every year they'd beat us when I was at Amro. Okay, yeah. we'd always we'd always lose to the Berlin Indians. Um, 
But they're playing FVL at FVL, and you know I, I like the Northeastern Conference way better than the East Central, which is what Berlin is in. And uh, Former Northeastern Conference yeah. rivals, though. Right, tell, very tell true. Split. But Kowalskum's the top team there. I have no no I, – I, I'm just not a big Kowalskum fan or actually that whole conference, so I think FVL is going to take it to Berlin in this one. Zane Rodensel, Rodensel what, almost 450-plus yards – Eight touchdowns last week, Brett. 2,009 yards on the season. Yeah, one of the top uh, running backs in the state, I believe, as far as statistically. But, uh, yeah, you, you give it to Redenzel and, and let him pound it again and, and let him carry the, the Foxes. He'll also do it uh, defensively uh, for as a linebacker. But um, Berlin, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they're coached by Joe Stelmacher, Stelmacher yes. the, the former Badger. He's <laughs> yes. from Berlin. He has turned that program around. They are tough, hard-nosed. Very good point. I would not be surprised if Berlin pulls that one out. Okay. I'm, I'm saying no way FBL wins that one. Right? Are you, are you, all with, you with me Berlin, on that one, Rosie? Berlin was a down program, and then Joe came in, and, and they're, they're tough. They're, that's going to be a tough out. Uh, good for FBL to have it at home. But those four or five sometimes can be coin flips. Yeah, I uh – I think I got to go with uh, FVL on that one, but I, I I was actually surprised at how good Berlin was this year, or Berlin, Berlin, right? Berlin, yeah. Berlin, Berlin, not Berlin. Not Berlin. Yeah, they not they changed Berlin. that right yeah. after the whole World War II thing. Yeah. But, uh, but hey, here's yep. here's an interesting matchup: number seven New London at number two Kowalskum. We just mentioned that conference that Kowalskum's in. I don't respect it. I say New London has a shot at upsetting nine and zero Kowalskum. New London took Manasha and they beat Manasha. I think it's far better than Kowalskum. They have the ability to do it if that big old running back they, or big old quarterback they have, Jack Nofke, the, the guy's built like a brick house. Uh, I think he can do it. I think that New London Bulldogs, this is, this is my upset special, is New London, number, the number seven seed, going to number two Kowalskum and knocking them off. Well, okay, that's your upset special. I'm, uh, I'm going to say good job by Coach Marsh for what he's done, okay. but I think the number one seed holds on. And, and number two seed. Or number two seed, yes. cr- I'm sorry, uh, and, and remains undefeated. Rosie? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I gotta go with Kowalskum on that one. Okay, I, right. I think it'll be a good game. I but I wouldn't actually be shocked if if New London won. Well, you can't just because of of them beating Manasha, right? Uh, well, that's the, what I'm that's what I'm basing Bulldogs, it on, and that that I have no respect for certain conferences. I don't have any respect for. But yeah, here here's your thing, Ricardo. Though you have no respect for any conference outside of Northeast. <laughs> no, that's Wisconsin. not that's true. That's the thing. That's not true because, because I, I have you, a I have a big big. A uh, St. Croix Central. We we're just mentioning uh, the Middle Border Conference. A lot of respect for them. A lot of respect for because them. because if you traditionally look at your picks you always have like all of the northeast wisconsin teams going to the to the finals <laughs> no I, no but i don't though and we'll go over well, that well how did how did new london do after the Menashe game how how close were their games they, and i'll uh, check i'll check right okay, now. Go okay. Ahead. Okay. i know right. west appear that was early in the year they lost big to west appear yep yeah um they had another loss in there i'm trying to remember who that was against was it against seymour well, New Orleans, six and three five and three in the conference let me get their uh, but following the Menashe game did they still stay in a pretty high yeah, they won. They won. They they had a winning record on the on the way. Uh, oh, okay. The last All four right. games of the year. It's I coming up. Oh, hold on. Right. Here we go. So after they beat Menasha, they lost to Xavier thirty six fourteen. Okay. okay. They beat Green Bay West forty three six. Lost to Seymour thirty to twenty. And they, they beat Shano. Barely beat Shano. Shano's a pretty good team, though. Okay. Shano's okay. all right team. All right. I'm just saying they went a little up and down, hey, and, 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 and that's and no knock Kowaskum, on Manasha. That conference that Kowaskum's in has never done anything in the postseason. You look at Plymouth. I mean, some of those teams are in there. They've done nothing. But you're coming, yeah. coming off a huge yeah. signature win for your program and beating uh, Manasha week uh, one, two, three, four, week yeah. five, 21-20, and then you're at home. Against Xavier, Xavier's a good program. That's an emotional calm down. No, 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 no. You gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be able to handle. Hunter Plomid, if he gets hot, he's very difficult to stop. And that's if I remember right. He, that was I think he had four touchdowns. He had four touchdowns. Come on, 
Okay. I mean, I'm just saying I, I, I give a lot of respect to Coach Marsh. Done a, has done a fantastic yeah. job there at, at New London. They're a winning football program again. But yeah, it's been up and down since the Menasha game. And uh, I'm, I'm going to say Key Wascom wins that one. And I don't hate don't hate on me. As Fair I enough. Always Fair enough. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> hey, good luck, though, to the Bulldogs. I hope they go all the way to Madison. Uh, speaking of another Bulldogs, Peshtigo, uh They're at number one Wrightstown. That's a win for no. Wrightstown. We even have to talk about that one because I think Tigers are just going to run all over them. Number five, Watoma. Here's another conference that they play in that is absolute yeah, rubbish. Xavier wins that and, one. And you say this because, look, at Watoma's a 7-2. and two, yeah, Xavier's going to win that one. But everyone knows that conference is bad that they play in. So, they're, Xavier, you know, Hawks will run. Xavier has the playmakers. Hunter Plowman have a really nice season at quarterback. Of course, uh, uh, the Ferris kid um, – Sam, Sam Ferris. Sam yeah, Ferris. There's, yeah. there's so many Ferris's that yeah, are, yeah they really are. <laughs> escaping with Sam, a heck of a receiver. Those two have been a, fan, a really good combination. And uh, Dave Hinkins, you know, they're, they're back again, and he always uh, has a program that, that relies heavily on defense, speed on defense. And maybe not the biggest kids in the world, but they're fast, mm-hmm. they're athletic, and they get to the spots. And, and they I, drop down to Division Four. Yeah, that, 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 that is very beneficial to them. And you mentioned Xavier, Wrightstown, Little Shoot Freedom, all kind of in that same pod. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Number six, Amro at number three. Little shoot, that's the win for the Mustangs. The Mustangs Amro, win that one. Amro has gotten ob- obliterated by Amherst, St. Mary Springs, they're, they're, and they play again in that flyaway, which I don't have any respect for. Sorry, except for, <laughs> except for St. Mary Springs. That's a terrible conference. That's a nice seed for the Mustangs, too, because uh, I thought maybe they'd go down to four, maybe even a five. Yeah, you don't see three teams, three lost teams getting number three seeds, I, usually. I was actually expecting them to get a five, and they are going to have to play Xavier at, at Xavier okay. at four, and I thought that would have been a really tough matchup. Maybe right Rachkowski did a little politicking, huh? Well, you know about that. Yes, the, I do. The story about the seed meetings. That's right. Number seven, Wenakani at number two, Freedom. Freedom's hot. Yeah, Freedom's hot. Man, and Coach Frank Mattia has really done a great job there. That's a win for Freedom. Number five, Chilton at number two, Two Rivers. That could be another upset because Clint, uh, Chilton, uh, four yeah, flip uh, game. because they defeated Two Rivers earlier this season. So I say they're going to win that one again too. I say what li- what Chilton needs to do is bring back every member of that 1969 <laughs> unscored, un- yep. uh, undefeated, unscored. Get Dave Casper, the ghost, yep. back there and just kind of wake up the echoes and see if the Tigers can g- make a run. How about that? <laughs> they still probably would do fairly well. And Division 5, number 5, Hilbert Stockbridge at number 4, Almond Bancroft. Hilbert Stockbridge drops down but to play D7. Tough. They're always tough. They may, I, I predict them to make it to the state semifinals. Actually, I was talking with Mike Sherry about this. We both agree. Once Hilbert gets into the playoffs, they're a tough out. Because they always drop down. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I expect them to make it to the state semifinals. Real quick, semifinal and championship picks, Brett. These are yours. These are mine. Championship in D1, I have Kimberly over Sun Prairie. I have Appleton North making it to the final four, though. D2 semifinals, I have Wanakee over Waukesha West. See, I have no area teams there, so I'm not that much of a homer. Uh-huh. D3 semifinals, no area teams there again other than Notre Dame. I have uh, Notre Dame beating Catholic Memorial in the championships. D4 semifinals, Wrightstown, Brett. I have them beating St. Croix Central uh, and making it to the D4 title game where they lose to Lodi. I have them losing to Lodi. So you just ripped on Lodi. I know I did. D5 <laughs> semifinals, Amherst <laughs> over Grantsburg, Cedar Grove over Belg- uh, Cedar Grove Belgium over Lancaster. I have Amherst over Cedar Grove. And D6 semifinals, the Thunderbirds, Iola Scandinavia. I have them uh, team. getting there to the title game, but they lose the final expert. Coach Erickson has been there a long time Yes, he has. Well. So, yeah, the Thunderbirds, good to see them. Play and some good football again. Rosie, you know the, the Thunderbirds are being, uh, from being a nor- uh, central oh, Wisconsin yeah. kid. Yeah. You betcha. Iola Scandinavia. And in D7 uh, I have Edgar over Blackhawk, but I do have Edward Strockbridge making it to the semifinals. So that's we'll where, see if where, I come to fr- come, come to fruition. That's all I gotta say. D six, you have Springs, right? Yeah, Springs yeah. beating uh, Iowa Scandinavia. Now over the weekend, I actually spoke with someone with knowledge of uh, Sun Prairie's defense, and they said they're the real deal. They could really give Kimberly fits, and I thought, well, you know, K 
Kimberly's been it down could, before with Arrowhead, and it they could came happen. Back it could Franklin, happen. I mean, it, this this year they're a little bit tenuous, you know, in terms of, of what they've been doing. But I still pick pick Kimberly. Yeah. I, I don't know how their offense is, but I heard their defense is the good. The law of averages say that the streak has to end at some point, but if they can win it, go five and zero in the playoffs. That is seventy straight for the Kimberly yeah. paper, Papermakers. Can you imagine that yeah. seventy? Straight in five straight state titles, potentially here on the line. Amazing. And just Amazing. the way they've stayed with it this year, I just don't see them losing. Yeah, fantastic job. I mean, fantastic the job by the coaching staff yeah, this year. Yeah. Wish uh, I had that I mean, every staff. year, but 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 uh, this year it just seems like it was, yeah. there were some there were some hurdles to clear, and they've cleared them all. I wish I could have grabbed some of those guys for my coaching staff. The Green Berets. Before I retired from the Green Berets. Rosie's final game as as offensive coordinator, it was a 0-0 tie. It was. 0-0. So you got the tie. You ended up, what, 0-5-1? Yep. Hey? Not bad. You made improvements. That's right. That's right. And I got lots of props from my players. Yes. Yes. The the kiddos were saying they loved Rosie as coach. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. As long as you get them to keep coming back, that's all that matters. Exactly. Now, although you are officially retired from football coaching. I'm done. That's it. No more. (laughs) The the only time I'll set foot on a football field again is if, like, Sam's playing and it's parents' night or something. There you go. Okay. uh, Other than that, yeah. No. And you got to bring the orange slices. <laughs> Next can't. topic: Badgers and Tyler Harrow. Hero, uh, you know, he backed Harrow. away from his verbal commitment. Sent out a tweet last night. Yeah, what does that mean for UW Nation? Now, typically, I would not bring this up, but I got to bring this up because if you're a an area kid or, or a local kid, and, and 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 you see what the 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 backlash has been against him, he had a nice a nice little message, right? Yeah. Thanking the Badgers and stuff, but he, he I mean, it's a verbal agreement. Yeah. It's a verbal commitment. It means nothing unless you get it signed. But Brett. The, the backlash, and it's one thing if it's the kids. If it's one thing, you know, kids are 16, 17, 18, 19, they're going to say dumb stuff on Twitter. But when you have middle-aged men taking this kid to task, this is an 18-year-old, 17, 18-year-old kid. I mean, are you kidding me? Go rake some leaves, dude. Go pop some more Viagra. Get out of these kids, man. This is, this is <laughs> ridiculous why grown men, grown middle-aged men are bothering this kid. I agree. I mean, uh, early signing period is coming up November 8th through November 15th. That's when you put ink to paper and, yes. and do your uh, absolute uh, national sign your national letter of intent. This was a verbal commitment and it's well within his right to backtrack and, and, and reconsider and, and maybe look maybe some other options are available for him and it sounds like some of the, the quote unquote blue bloods are really after him. The Carolinas, the Kentuckys, the Kansases, maybe the Arizonas those and schools do, do like you, that. Do you blame him? No, I don't. When you have that, you got to do the situation that's best for you. In my opinion, people saying, "Well, uh, a a, a word is is binding," you know, and your word should should mean something. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, it's 2017. Yeah, maybe it should, but he's he's 18 years old. Let him figure this out. Let his family figure this out. And I agree, Ricardo. These adults out there, we see it on social media all the time. All the time. Joke. You watch a Packer game, and and the the comments on social (laughs) media. A lot of lot of Twitter GMs out there. A lot of Twitter doctors out there. A lot of Twitter quarterbacks out there. Many of them hide behind an alias. So you, they they yeah. don't even put their name yeah. or their face out there. Some of them uh, are, are no offense to to the bloggers out there. There are some great blogs, but there are some people that type stuff in from the basement and they never face these people. Uh, yes, you know, and, exactly. And, and stare at them eye to eye. So I, I have no respect for, for meatballs like that. They're yeah. meatballs, meatballs is what meatballs. they are. I every like every that. fan base has them, and there you have it right there, big old meatballs. It is interesting, though, because the Badgers ha- are, are losing out on some, some, some recruits, uh, obviously, from that class. Uh, we know uh, right here Jordan McCabe going to West Virginia. you got uh, Joey Hauser is going to join his brother down at Marquette. Now Tyler uh, was, was a big-time recruit. Uh, he now uh, He's going to open it up and see where he ends up. So that class of 2018 a little uh, frazzled right now for Wisconsin, so they got to fill some stuff up. I know they got a big coming from Minnesota, 
who looks pretty good, but uh, now that it opens up another spot, so you got to think Greg Gard scrambling maybe just a little bit to fill some spots in that in that upcoming class. Well, good stuff. Good good topic here. I mean, hopefully, uh, uh, Coach, uh, I wish Tyler the best of luck. I mean, he's a great kid, a very good player. We saw I saw him a couple years ago against. Uh, it was the other semifinal, I think, when McCabe was down there uh, playing. So. Um, you know he's a good player, and I hope uh, you know hope he does have getting one of those blue blood uh, programs like you like to say. Brett, see what happens. I hope we he's a fine player. Hope we get a chance to see him at Madison too. We might do that. Uh, next topic, real quick, because we have to finish up here. Kiki Rizgard, Nina won the Division One singles title. She won the D one doubles title last year with Christina Price. But look at her winning that second individual state championship for Nina overall. Uh, as a second overall champ, I should say, Tammy Whitlinger, a very popular name here, Brett. That's a won, big name of tennis in the in Nina. Won four titles from 83 to 86, uh, but Rizgar was a number three seed. She beat the top seed, Homestead's Andy Weiss, 7-5-6-0 in the final. Weiss was undefeated in the top seed, so congratulations to Kiki Rizgar. Got to send her some love, and I uh, hope she'll be our senior spotlight this week too, Brett. Congrats. A couple state uh, champions, uh, obviously, uh, Kiki in uh, tennis, and of course we've got one coming up. Erica Preeb. Erica Preeby. Preeby on uh, the Varsity Roundtable show tonight. That's right. It's coming up tonight. So, by the way, Fox Valley Lutheran Girls Golf, yep, on the show tonight at 7 o'clock, so please check us out there. Postcrescent.com. the D2 Individual State Golf Championship. That she just, did. Uh, the, other, the, other, the other day, I guess. Next, last Tuesday, I think it was. A week ago. Won, yeah. Aunt, yeah, so last week. But congrats uh, to our area athletes winning some, uh, some gold. Last topic, looking ahead, Appleton North, GB Preble. Uh, what are we thinking here, BC? Well, I, I think Appleton North wins this one I in, in a tough one. I do, too. I think it's going to be a good game. We kind of talked about it, uh, North needing to uh, shut down the, the running game of Henry Guile, the Iowa recruit, as we mentioned. I, I do think, though, that offensively, too diversified, too many weapons uh, for Appleton North. And Carter Robinson, uh, so smooth as a junior quarterback for the Lightning. He has, he has Adam Zaratsky. He's got Jake Van Eckeren. He's got... Uh, a couple running backs. I don't know Will Stewart's uh, how he's looking. If he's well, he's back had for the two playoffs. weeks now, so I'm, I'm assuming he's back. But I should probably send a text to Psalm and see what's up. Yeah, there. so you could have that uh, kind of that that two pronged attack at running back with Ian Latch and Will Stewart and the, the big offensive line, a whole bunch of 300 pounders up there. I just think they're going to spread the ball around and uh, they're going to hit some big plays uh, through the air. And I think North's going to win by uh, maybe uh, a couple touchdowns. Okay, Rosie, real quick. I'm thinking North. Uh, Guile is that his? Henry Guile. Henry Guile. He'll get his yards, but I think that there's just too many weapons on North, and they'll continue on. Plus, they had a week of rest, almost a bye, if that's you will. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, people might say, well, that's going to – they could come out and play flat. If they play flat, I think it'll maybe be for a series or two, but then it's going to click right on, and I just – I don't see them having a problem that's, here. That's a good point. Uh, they did not play week nine. Because uh, of the change in the VFA, so Appleton North was not able to schedule a, a week nine opponent. They, they 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 had nobody. So maybe that is a blessing in disguise. Get some guys healed up. I'm sure they eased off a little bit in practice. Probably gave them some time off. But uh, you can catch it by the way uh, live on postgresson.com and greenbaypressgazette.com yes. on Friday right. at 6:45. We will also be streaming the game on the Post Crescent and Press Gazette's Facebook pages. So again, 6:45 kickoff or for us. Uh, pre-game show uh, from Paul Ingen Field. So definitely check it out. We thank everybody who's been watching because our oh, yeah. live great numbers have been uh, yes. fantastic this year. Keep, keep them coming. Huge yeah. numbers. And uh, in my opinion, I just think Apple North to get out to the big lead. Preble doesn't have the ability to come back. They're a ground-based offense where Appleton North just is much more diversified and they can come back if they do fall behind where Preble, maybe not so much the case. Appleton North, though, that defense has to stay in their lanes. They gotta, they've allowed some big plays, and I know that's something that Coach Salm was concerned about, though, BC. So hopefully they can you know, rise to the challenge, I guess. I guess in that way, but uh, 
That wraps it up, BC. So we get get your balls there, ready to throw at the camera there. Uh, but hates yeah, it when I do this, follow right, Brett by the way it. at PC Brettsy. I'm at PC Ricardo uh, Rosie's at Metal Rosie. And until next week, have a great week, everyone. And we'll be back for another episode of the RNB Show podcast. There you go. There's one. Got you it. Do two for two. Got it. Oh, He's got it. I snapped it. Ah, man, this guy's good.